Okay. What's up? It's been a while. Um, I haven't uploaded a new podcast in, I believe, about three weeks, maybe going on four. But I've recorded like six episodes and I just couldn't put them out because I, <laughs> I like I've said before, I don't know where I'm going with this. And I felt I was giving off the wrong message, giving the wrong message, and making it too personal, if that makes sense. Um, I know I'm giving you nothing, so it probably doesn't make sense, but here we are. (laughs) Um, We're going to talk about a lot today, a lot of stuff that I feel are problems, some stuff that I am going through, some... Things that I feel that definitely need to be talked about because nobody's really talking about them. It's just a big old elephant in the back of the room or a rhino or something big in the back of the room. So there's been a lot of mass murder lately. They're more than usual. There's been a lot of rhetoric going around by others trying to... pursue their own narrative to control the certain things in life and we all know how dangerous that can be and we also know how impulsive that can be to to go and join that so I don't know where I was going there but let's talk about Somalian oil (laughs) let's talk about where the the U.S. is going to find their oil to because we're not dealing with Russia anymore which is stupid but um where are we getting our oil now? So now we are looking in Africa. Um, We have been bombing Somalia for years now because of Al-Shabaab terrorist organizations and all of that, but we've killed more civilians and terrorists in Africa. And they, Somalia has always been believed to have a bunch of oil on the coast of it. And now we're actually going to start to do something about it. Um, And Somalia had a new election a couple of weeks ago. And about four days after that new election, not even actually, four hours after that election, we sent troops back to Somalia. (laughs) Oh, like I said, some of this stuff you just can't make up. So Trump took out 700 plus troops from Somalia saying that it was unneeded and pretty much in layman's terms, let them deal with their own problems, which... In that sort of stuff, like foreign policy, I believe Trump kind of understood what he was talking about, but at the same point, only because he was a businessman. He wasn't really thinking of the American people. He was more thinking about himself and his own relationships, and this can go stronger by this. And I'm pretty sure he was going easy, I would say, quote-unquote, with Africa, mainly because of Russia, but I don't want to put words in his mouth that he may or may not have said or done any of that because everybody fucking hates Trump. And... Yeah, everybody hates Trump. Um, So he he sent troops over to Africa dealing with that instead of dealing with what's actually going on in America. There is a, a big shooting that happened in Buffalo um in the past month we've had 
a bunch of country shootings. Since I wrote this list, there has been two more mass shootings. In, there's been one in Buffalo, Chicago, Hot Springs National Park, Milwaukee, Houston. Now I add Texas to that list, and I also add, I believe it was Nevada to that list. One week. Only in May of 2022. And we're only, when I wrote this, we were in May. Now it is June, but there has been 199 mass shootings in America. Now let me change that number to 202 mass shootings in America. But hey, I guess we only care about Road versus Wade, or Road versus Wade, women's abortion rights. That's what we care about. We care about what a woman does to her body, but not the child after the body. It's just different ways of controlling people, and this is a bigger issue because it is women, and women cannot be dealt with in any sort of way. Just me saying dealt with <laughs> hurt some of you, I know. But all, but all people care about nowadays is women and gay rights. <laughs> Everything else can go out the window, but people are forgetting that it's men that run this country. And I, I know... I am a man saying this. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want to call me. People are calling people allies now. But they're only an ally until it comes down to it and something happens and then you're not allies anymore. So it sounds great. It sounds great. But is it great? <laughs> people can talk the talk, but if they walk the walk, that's the real difference. Your fellow allies, I don't think, know the... The pack behind the punch. <laughs> they don't know who's behind pulling the strings. They don't know who's being the grand master to Pinocchio. They don't know any of that because they're oblivious to it. They don't understand taxation before representation. They don't understand that you pay income tax on stuff that you've already paid taxes on and you're paying taxes while you're paying tax. They don't understand that we are funding all of these rogue politicians to just line their pockets. Well, who knows? They may understand, but they choose not to. Because, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> and while this is all happening in America, there is a bigger issue in Palestine. There is a bigger issue happening in Africa. There is a bigger issue happening in West Africa, there's a bigger issue happening in Eastern Europe, Russia. There is, there is a bigger issue happening in Asia. But hey, if a woman gets pregnant, she can't abort her child. <laughs> Which, yes, who am I to say that that's fucked up? I mean, I wouldn't be here today if my mother didn't had an abortion instead of put me up for adoption. There's different ways to go about things, but some people only see right or wrong. But then if you tell them that right or wrong isn't right or wrong, it blows their minds. Who, who knows if there is such a thing as good or bad people? I've said this before, I only believe in good or bad actions because it all depends on what is happening at the moment to determine if it is a good or bad action. Being 
oh, what's the word? I can't think of it right now. Um, a continuation of something. I, wow, I'm just mind blanking on this word right now. But it's the continuation of actions that actually determines who a person is. So, like I said, over in Palestine, they're fighting with Israel and they are going crazy. They are um, <laughs> just walking up to houses with RPGs and blowing them up just because they're Palestinian. Israel is coming in and forcing their way on, on Palestinians because they don't believe the same. They are just walking down the street, calling them sluts, calling them all of these, in layman's terms, slurs. But they're not, I don't know, they're not really slurs, they're words. It's, that is another thing that makes zero sense to me is how something can be a slur when it is a word. I, just some bullshit. It's just people trying to act smarter than each other when in reality, we all die. So live it, suck it up. But they, the Israeli police had a sniper take out a Palestinian that was working for CNN with a sniper and shot her right in the face. And there was a big uproar that happened, and there was even a bigger fight when she was already dead in her casket on her way. They were, the crowd was taking her to the church for her to be, have a proper funeral and all of this, and the Israeli soldiers were just beating down everybody that was walking there, and she almost fell out of her casket. And they almost dropped her. They were touching and harassing the crowd. And if you want to like learn more about most of the stuff that I talk about on here as well, you can go follow me on Twitter at Brennan Lundell, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-L-U-N-D-E-L-L. That's me. What's popping? Okay. It's probably, I think that's my first plug in this whole, all of my podcasts. So go check it out. Um, in a little better news, we'll do a little sandwich of bad, good, bad. Um, Frank Gore knocked the shit out of somebody. <laughs> if you don't know who Frank Gore is, he was, uh, he was in the NFL for, I want to say, 20-plus years, 19 years, something like that, for as a running back, which is crazy. So every single play, he was just getting knocked, the, like knocked around like a little rag. But he had a boxing match, and he knocked the shit out of someone. So if you want to have a little laugh today of a big man knocking out another big man, just Google search Frank Gore knockout, and you might see some highlight clips on football, but it was a boxing match, just so you know. Okay, so, like I said, sandwich bad, good, bad. So there's another thing. There was a YSL Rico case that everybody's just making fun of, and if you don't know what YSL is, it's Young Stoner Life. And it is not a gang. It is a record label. It has an LLC and everything. And it's Young Thug and Gunna. you probably heard of them before. Um, Y2 Funk. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, Dahlia. There's, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Lil Keed. R.I.P. Lil Keed. He died of a liver, liver death. He was in YSL. But there's a whole Rico case in Atlanta claiming that they are <laughs> murderers doing all this. And, I mean, who knows? Not me, that's for sure. But the way that the internet has treated them since they've been in in jail is just disgusting. They're just making fun of it. They're 
they're it's oh they love them about two weeks ago pushing p went viral no not even two weeks ago sorry pushing p is still going viral and yet everybody is just making fun of them on the internet because it's not their life and they just see them as entertainment it's another problem that i've talked about multiple times is that how people just see black people in america as entertainment and if they don't have entertainment then they're useless and if you're not perfect aka acting white then you're also not doing your job and you have no place in society so get in line no but it's it's one of those things where people laugh and judge other people until it has something to do with them and theirs and then it's just all fucked like this YSL Rico case hurt because Gunna and Young Thug to me were people that I look up to I still look up to because they've done so much for the community but people will only sit and laugh because this happened they have saved so many lives they've done all of this and the fact that they're even trying to use their lyrics against them in in court is crazy imagine if somebody like imagine if a fashion designer had a shirt with a bullet hole wounded blood on it fake blood all that but then a week later that model dies will they bring the the designer of that t-shirt into court and say that you killed them because of this or if in in a theater if there was a theater show and someone shot another person and it was a like it was all fake but then that night someone that watched that show goes out and kills someone because they saw it in that show are they then using the the show against them in court are they then suing the theater company that made that show because they that's how they got the idea it's just a form of expression so using that against them in court does not deem anything because you can say anything you want i thought in america and determining based off of someone's artwork if they should be imprisoned or not is ludicrous because it's making money like for instance their label their labels aren't saying anything their labels aren't doing anything because the labels don't care because they're not making money off of you being in jail so you think that they'd want you out of jail labels will stick out for you as much as a blade of grass will stick out for you after it's cut <laughs> not at all in a pile of dirt not doing anything even though you've made them millions and millions and millions of dollars and you've made them very popular they'll do nothing for you when they when YSL when and they did the whole YSL crew because Atlanta they called them gang members when how is it a gang when they have a legitimate business and LLC and income and none of it is coming from trapping it's one of those things where like i've said multiple times everybody has agendas and it's obvious that the Atlanta mayor's agenda is not to try to rectify this or do anything it is to prove a point and to show people that they're not nobody's untouchable to the court of law when actually that's true that's not true because politicians anybody that's in politics is not 
anything to the court of law. They have free will to do whatever they want because their friends are the ones that are in the positions of power. Because why don't you think anything happened after January 6th other than the FBI looking for people that were in the Capitol doing all of that? Why weren't the people that incited riots <laughs> taken into account? And all of that fun jazz was because people that did it have friends in power that say, that was a bad idea, but just don't make it again. While not giving anybody else that benefit of the doubt because they don't know them. Okay. I know I said bad, good, bad sandwich, but there really hasn't been that much good lately. Um, Memorial Day just happened, and if you didn't know, Memorial Day is a thing because of the black Vietnam, uh, the black soldiers that fought in Vietnam and came home and celebrated their, their dead companions, and then the <laughs> got taken from us like everything else, but let's not talk about that, because Memorial Day is about the, the dead soldiers, not the living soldiers, it's about the dead soldiers, to remember those that have fallen. So thank you. Anyone that's serving out there in the military, I just want to say thank you. And the fact that you can take orders with no questions asked is wild, but good on you and thank you for serving us, doing the right thing. Sometimes. Thank you. Because it's not the people that are in the military that are the problem. It's the up top people. And we can't control that, so don't try to control it. But I love the military. I love the people in the military. I love everything about the military. I love everything about being American. Because you want to know why? I'm American. Okay. Going off topic, now we're diving back in. Okay, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine the United States. We're zooming in on New York. I'm pretty sure Buffalo's in, like, upper New York, so zoom in on upper New York. Okay, open your eyes. We're now in upper New York. We are in a grocery store that has been fought for to be put into a neighborhood that is predominantly black for the past five to six years because there wasn't enough funding for that. But, hey, let's not think about that. So this grocery store is finally built. Community's finally together. No other grocery store within five, six, seven miles. So it's not in their community anymore. That grocery store, two, three years after it's just been a typical grocery store, a man comes in with a gun, comes off of Facebook Live saying that he's going to go kill some niggers. And on his gun, it is just written on a whole bunch with just white supremacist propaganda. Just white supremacist everything. And on the the butt of the gun, or the, the shoulder of the gun, the, the part, that, the stock of the gun, the part that goes into your pretty much armpit, says, here are your reparations. Here are your 40 acres and a mule. And it's just, this man goes in of European descent and just goes in and kills 10 African-American senior citizens. In specific, he killed... Oh, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry, but I want to say Christine, but it's Celine Shani. She was 65. Roberta Dury, she was 32. Andre McNeil, he was 53. Catherine Maisie, she was 72. Margaret Morrison was 52. Hayward Patterson was 67. Aaron Salter Jr. was 55. 
Gerald Tolley was 62, Ruth Whitford, Ruth Whitfield was 86, Pearl Young was 77. Those are the people that he killed. He went in there with an AR. And on the video, because yes, it is 2022, he filmed it. On the video, he's going through the grocery store, sees someone on the ground, points his gun at them, sees it's a white man and says sorry and keeps moving and then proceeds to go and shoot three other people. He only killed black people. And he was in multiple white supremacist groups and apparently an ex-cop knew that he was going to do this and did nothing about it because guess why? He also did not have a problem with this because he also believed in the same ideologies that this man believed in. And no, I'm not going to name his name because that is just giving him what he wants. Unlike all of these news stations that are putting his name out there and his mom is saying, don't let this make him who he is. He was someone else. He was actually a good kid. Okay, well, like I said before, if he is over and over and over and over and over doing the same thing, talking about how he doesn't like black people, trying to find people that feel the same way that he does, doesn't that make him a bad person? after continuously, continuously, continuously being bad. But no, he's my child. He could never have done this in the right state of mind. He probably felt normal for once in his life by doing this. But I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I want to talk about the, the people that I just listed, the older people that I just listed, the security guard that died while trying to protect these people. I... I, he was talking to a group. Oh, I said, I'm not going to do this. Okay, so what do I think about the whole Buffalo situation? I painted a picture for you. You saw, you kind of understand. What do I think about all of this? I think this is America, where you can survive the civil rights era, but not in 2022, because nobody in power cares about black Americans, elderly black Americans, the only they only care about the entertainment that you can provide and what you can do for them and not what you've provided for them but what you're going to provide for them or what you are providing for them it needs to be now or it needs to be in the future with a laid out plan that's the only way that they will even look your direction americans are the problem white people are not the problem black people are not the problem americans are the problem white black hispanic orange pink blue we're all the problem. White supremacist is white supremacy is the biggest problem, and they're ma- they're making it illegal to learn Black history, but we won't let them, and we have to try to fight back, respectfully, not in a way that. Ugh. And I know some people don't believe like that, but that's what I think because you can't force this upon anybody. They need to come to the conclusion, so you can help them. You can push. You can do whatever you need to do. But you can't force them. You can't do anything like that because then is it real? Like, it needs to be voluntary. It needs to be healthy. It needs to be all of the above. But at the same time, how long can that be sustained for? (laughs) How long? How fucking long? Because, like I said, um, they see us as angry drug dealers and they're scared. Because I know I'm not, I am, I'm not illiterate. I don't, I'm not 
fogged by the, the light. I, I know that people see me right away and they just see, oh, like they might get that feeling. They might get a little scared. Not because of anything that I've done, did, or said. It's just because of who I am. A tall black guy. Big tall black guy. And, but then once they get to know me, they know that I won't even hurt a fly. But if I needed to, I will do whatever I need to to protect whoever I need to. So don't get in the way. But I am still trying to do whatever I can do to get away from that. To make people think that black people are just the second word, not the first. We are people as well. I did not choose to be born black. I did not do a survey in the womb saying, what color do you want to be? Uh, what, what nationality do you want to be? I didn't take a survey like that. And I don't think you took a survey like that either. So forcing somebody else's problem on me and I'm not going to react the way that you want me to react. I'm going to take a step back. Why are you saying what you're saying and try to deal with the issue? And if you don't want to do that, cool, I'll walk away and then you'll get even more mad. But I'm not going to stoop to your level, per se. Um, like that feeling when someone sees a black person, the need to move your purse from the right side to the left because I'm on your right side, the need to look me up and down to make sure that, yeah, I don't like that guy. The make sure the need to do all of that is what I'm trying to fight. Because <laughs> it's not going to change. It's in our life and it will always be in our life. I'm more than my skin color. I didn't, like I've said a thousand times over, I did not ask to be black, but I am. I dress nice to try to make them see me as more than only black, but that can only go so far. And me doing that has made me like fashion. It's made me who I am today. But more than that, I would like to say at least... Sorry, I'm reading this part that I wrote, and I'm good at what I do. Okay, so imagine I didn't just say that, but I dress nice and try to have you see me, but the only, <laughs> I want you to see me as I would like to see, but hey, at least Buffalo will have a new stage for its black people to hit each other and catch balls. Buffalo is still one of the poorest cities in America, but hey, at least they have a billion dollar stadium paid for by the city. And not the billionaire owner. Hey, isn't that a plus? <laughs> it's not my money, but hey. Bill's Mafia! <laughs> Shout out to all the kids that will not be having their free lunches, having their extra, their school help, or all that paid for anymore because the Bills have a new stadium. And what do you, what do you think is going to happen to the old stadium? Oh, well, I have no idea. <laughs> and let me tell you something, I don't think they have an idea either. Okay, like I've said a thousand times in this podcast, good sandwich with bad. Um, yeah, we're going right back to bad again. So we're doing a bad, bad, bad sandwich stuffed together. So let's talk about something that everybody was talking about for a solid week, took over the whole entire universe, and now nobody's talking about it again. And no, I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about Road vs. Wade. The abortion rights... Yeah, con trying to control a woman's body. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. This is a problem that people care about. And I need you to know before I say 
what I'm about to say, that I am all for women's rights. If I was a woman, if I was born a woman, well, you're born a girl, then you turn into a woman, but who knows, whatever. If I was born a woman, I would want to say, hey, I want to keep this child. Or I would want to be able to say, hey, it's not a right time for me to have a kid. I don't want to have a kid right now. And then go and not have a kid. That is my choice to make in this scenario. So in my head, it's like, well, any woman can have that choice if she wants, but at the same point, who am I to say that you shouldn't? <laughs> who, am, who the fuck am I <laughs> to say that you can't do what you want to do? So that's kind of my stance on this whole thing before you hear what I'm about to hear. I want you to take a deep breath. We'll take one together. One, two, three. And out through the mouth. Okay. But how this country riles behind this versus how they rile behind everything else is just crazy to me. <laughs> crazy. They're all like, men can't be making decisions about other women's bodies. But they don't say that women can't be the ones making decisions about men's bodies. Or they don't say that men can't be the one to make decisions about men's bodies. It's only because it's affecting the, the popular <laughs> that it's not Okay. Let me let me tell you something. If if Road versus Wade was supposed to be was to be turned around, aka making and then hand in hand, because that's the issue here is if that was to be if that law was to be taken out, like exiled all of that, hand in hand they would be passing a law that would make abortions illegal on a national level. But if that was to happen, states can still override that and choose to do what they want to do. It's just like a guideline to follow. It's like a teacher handing you a, a, a syllabus. Not everything on, on the syllabus for the test is going to be on the test. It's just everything you have to cover. Let's, let's take a step back from Road vs. Wade and think about marijuana. Now, marijuana is illegal on a federal level, but yet it's a billion-dollar business. So... If California, it's legal to smoke weed, but in Minnesota or in Florida or in Mississippi or in Louisiana or in Vermont or any other state, it is illegal to smoke marijuana, but you still can in California. That means that you can leave whatever state that you're in, go to California and smoke weed legally. So in that same essence, you can do that with abortions. You can go to a different state and get an abortion. Just because your state doesn't allow it, yes, it's, it's more work for you to do, but it's how bad do you want it. it all, that's what this world comes down to, is how far are you willing to go. This same thing is in effect here. It's just a guideline that they put out there, but people don't understand that because they don't pay attention. They just see what they want to see, they hear what they want to hear, they do what they want to do, and not think about the, their past actions, think about their current actions, or think about their future actions. Or try to figure out, hmm, did somebody else go through this back in the past and write about it? Or, hmm, did somebody else go through this and, and say something about this? Or learn history about it or do something? This, goes, this ties into one of the philosophies that I live by now, R.I.P. Virgil. Is a tourist versus purist. You can be a tourist and see something like it, I'm going to buy that. Or be a purist and know about it, say, wow, that's amazing. I just saw this here. I know like all the history about this and I want to buy this. The same thing could make you want to buy something, but for different actions. That same thing 
goes with laws. That same thing goes for road, road versus Wade. The same thing goes with legalized marijuana. The same thing goes with everything. They can do whatever they want. Okay. <laughs> George W. Bush. Okay, I'll give you a little good. I'll give you a little good. George W. Bush made a speech the other day. And in that speech, he was calling Putin a war criminal. <laughs> and he was saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. This makes you this, this makes you that. And then instead of saying Russia, or instead of saying Iraq, or instead of saying the Ukraine, sorry, excuse me. Instead of saying the Ukraine, he said Iraq, and then laughed about it and so did everybody else. <laughs> and if you don't know, we've been killing, terrorizing, doing all that in Iraq, and that's what he's saying that Putin's doing to the Ukraine, and he called Putin a war criminal, and he inadvertently called himself a war criminal and laughed it off. Just look up George W. Bush, Iraq, Ukraine. You'll find it. You'll see what I'm saying. And then the whole crowd laughs also. Because, of course, this, was, this happened in America. And in America, Iraq's the enemies and Japan's the enemies. But, hey, we've been terrorizing them for thousands and thousands of years. But, hey, they're our enemies. So we don't think anything of it. And one thing that I saw that I actually, that struck with me. Imagine a circle. And imagine at the top of the circle it says mass shootings. And then it goes to media exchange. So there's a mass shooting happens. Like in Buffalo or in Texas. And then the media just goes crazy with it and all their opinions and all of that. And then it goes to thoughts and prayers with the families. Celebrities get into it. Celebrities say how messed up this is and how it all has to change. And then social media goes into like gun debates and all this, gun laws and all that that's going on. And then it goes right into nobody does anything about it. They just keep talking about it. And then it goes into back to normal. And then it goes to mass shooting. And it's just a continuous circle with mass shooting, media exchange, thoughts and prayers, social media debates. No one does anything. Back to normal. Mass shooting, media exchange. It just is an endless circle. And so when is that going to end? When is that going to change? I don't know what to do anymore. This is every day, but most people, they just don't do anything. They just don't. They just want entertainment or a universe that they can escape to with superheroes instead of real problems or a real world we can just get term limits on with the House and Senate. Like, they don't want that. They, they don't want term limits. They want a new superhero. They don't want... <laughs> they don't want that shit. Yeah, superheroes are cool and all, but, like, this is our real world. Instead, they just want to go on Twitch and watch Pokimane or watch somebody else just laugh at the the... Johnny Depp trial or laugh at Amber Heard just laugh at that when that's their lives going on and you just are making money off of the trial okay and get rid of death the death penalty get rid of no knock warrants they don't want that Amir Locke Breonna Taylor we fucking need to get rid of no knock warrants that should have happened so long ago but hey it hasn't so what can we do about it as a black man Nah, as a black boy growing up in America, I have to act better. I have to hold myself to a higher standard because I know that I know of the history. I know of the discrimination. I know of the, what's happened to the people's race in my country because it's not, it's not these white people that's the problem, but it is these white people that aren't helping the problem. 
or the situation, so they are, without doing anything, hurting the situation, as well as nobody wants to talk about it or think about it, they just want to keep going on and getting entertained and all that fun stuff. And the only way to get through to this is get on the government. It has to be at the government level, but it has to be at the right time, at the right, like time is everything. Time is literally everything in life. And until we figure, figure out how to control time, that's when we're all fucked. (laughs) Once we figure out how to control time, we're fucked. The whole entire universe is fucked. Just scratch it. Good day. (laughs) We're fucked. And until that happens, people start to think about themselves. We won't get anywhere. And everyone would have died for nothing. So I'm going to keep on trying to do what I can do, what I feel is right. And I don't have the answers at all. In no ways am I saying that I have the right answers. But I'm saying I do have some answers. And all I can keep doing is keep trying. So thank you for listening to this episode. And hopefully a new episode will be out soon. But I, I'm going to keep trying for Wednesdays. And I know this isn't a Wednesday, but... Hey, I had to put an episode out there. The past ones weren't it. I think this one was it. It feels right. So have a good rest of your day, evening, night, morning, afternoon, all of that fun stuff. It has been my pleasure to talk to you. And this is just your local Black Token signing out. Have a good day.